Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shoot. It's a travel roundtable. Oh yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, right, guys, guys, it's uh, so um, I'm not going to let Tommy do the intros anymore. <laughs> so, welcome back to Adventure Radio. We have a travel roundtable or a travel chat. Also known as Shoot the Shit. Between me and Tommy, um, not known as Shoot the Shit. It's a, it's a travel, it's a it's travel, a, yeah, travel, travel, more, travel chat. Also travel roundtable. Maybe three percent Shoot the Shit. Yeah. So there's a lot of shit <laughs> being shot in there. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of that. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Um, if you guys like, uh, if you guys like banter and stories, this is probably. This is, uh, this is your podcast. So we break down Mexico and South Africa. Yep. Tommy does Mexico, I do South Africa, but it, uh, it goes a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of places. Banter. So um, we, we had a really good fun, fun time listening to it. So if you want to learn a bit, little bit about Mexico and a little bit about South Africa and you want to hear a whole bunch of ridiculous shit, listen in. This is the show for you. Oh, yeah. So, All right. First off, though, Bill, <laughs> on a serious note, we are sponsored by Audible. Did you know that? We are. I am very aware. Now, what uh, what book are you listening to at the moment? I've given myself a breather after Sex at Dawn. Okay. Because I read Sex at Dawn, listened to Sex at Dawn, which was epic. Yep. Probably nearly the most inform- like mm, perspective shifting book I've nearly ever ever gone through. So, but I wanted to. I want to write a book review yeah. just for my. Own, I'm actually going to publish it on Adventure Travel, but but for my own benefit, I want to start reviewing books. So I put down into perspe- into perspective what I thought of it. Yep. Um, and I haven't done that yet, so I'm actually still keeping my mind in Sex at Dawn frame, even though I'm reading another book at the moment. But have you ever had sex at dawn? Um, I've had sex in a number of different times of the day. Have you had sex with Dawn? Um, I've never had sex with a woman named Dawn. Okay. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a woman. I mean, we all know you, you know, you, you're, you're a loose cannon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> haven't had sex with any men named Dawn. Okay. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> no, look, Audible's fantastic. I just downloaded uh, the autobiography of Elon Musk. Now, there is something that I want to tell all of you is that when you download the app Audible, you still have to go onto the website to actually purchase each book, okay? So one of my mates um, listened to the show and uh, was having real trouble with this. So guys, when you're doing that, purchase the app. So download the app onto your phone. Don't have to pay for the app. Don't have to pay for the app. It's a free app, but you do have to pay for the book. But if you use ADVF Radio as a voucher or little uh, little hash after the audibletrial.com, which is what we want to get you on, you get a free credit per month. How good is that? Yeah, so to be a little clearer, yeah. go to <laughs> www.audible, audibletrial, audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. Yep. And then you're on. You've got your, uh, you get a free trial, 30 days, you get a free book. And then from then it's $15 a day, I believe, in Australia. It might be less in the US. Yep. And you get one free credit of a book every month and it's awesome. awesome. Now, what does ADVF stand for? Um, a dick vagina face. That's right. That's right. Yep. Mm. So just make sure you put that in, guys. But it's just the, the first letter of each of those words. Yeah. First letter of A, which is A, of course. Yep. D for? Dick. Yep. V for? Vagina. And then the face. Yeah. So for the face. The, the face. <laughs> the The full matcha. Uh, um, and we are also brought to you by uh, Adventure Travel, which... Um, we have just devalued the brand off. Uh, <laughs> but, um, the far check. <laughs> so, so Adventure Travel, guys, so we're an Adventure Travel company for the fitness community. We do heaps of cool stuff. We've just over the last, uh, over the last week lined up um, in deep discussions with um, Carl Paoli, Cara Webb, Khan Porter is in, uh, Mike Bergner, Christmas Abbott is in, uh, Dimitri Klockoff. So we've got uh, the world's best coaches 
all coming on our trips and coming to you guys for next year. Next year, we're going for about 14 to 16 trips is the plan. And I have about six or seven of those ready to go-ish for the first half of next year that just haven't been released yet. So head to www.adventuretravel, join our mailing list and stay in touch with what's going on. Boom. Here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. Hey gang, hey welcome, gang. Uh, welcome back to Adventure Radio. It's just me and Tommy today. Uh, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk travel roundtable. Put us on gonna be a roundtable because there's two of us and there's no table and we're on a couch. <laughs> so it's gonna be a travel chat. Tommy's picked a destination. I've picked a destination, and uh, we're gonna do a bit of a review for you guys. Um, before before we start, man, that that was bad. That smells. That smells really bad. Oh, the guitar. <laughs> no, no. The oh, you ruined, you ruined the gag, man. <laughs> Everyone understood the gag. The right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna start us off with a song, Tommy. This is the original um, Adventure Radio. Uh, what was it? What's it called? Intro it's track called before Adventure Fit. Yeah, before uh, before we actually had an intro track. This was this was the yeah this was the intro track. So Tommy's gonna play it again. Um, here's the song aptly named Adventure Fit. <laughs> at all. Well, the radio's going nowhere, it's all about the parties, Rogan, Ferris, Freakonomics, Bill Kington. Cause we're all getting lazy, and it's so much easier when you can listen to your favorite shit on your phone. At the click of a button from everywhere around the world, people are listening and tuning into tons of pods. So Mick, <laughs> yes, that's very true. So Bill and Bones have jumped on the fucking wagon. Now we're bringing our own shit directly to you. Uh. Because we're just two huge bits. We're talking about dolphins, science and philosophy. Ooh, cause you'll hear about things that'll make you shout. When you tune into a bar on Adventure Fit. <laughs> and now Bill's gonna take us through the next verse. And Bill. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Bless you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, excellent. Um, so, guys, yeah, that was a Jack Johnson uh, tribute in case. It wasn't an original. It was not an original. <laughs> um, I'm going to see um, David Brent Life on the Road tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Have, are you an Office fan? Am I an Office fan? Nah. <laughs> no, actually, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive Office fan. I are you really? The yeah. UK Office? Mate, that's the only Office. Yes, The 100%. US one sucks. Nah, the US one's all right, I reckon. Yeah. Like in it. opposite town. <laughs> Population new. In nowhere, man. <laughs> yeah. In make-believe world. Yeah. Um, Loser. No, uh, I don't mind the US one, but the, U- the UK one's pretty much my favourite show of all time. Yep. And, Only um, two seasons as well. Yeah, and Jill bought me... Uh, Surprise me with some um, so gold class tickets. Who's, who's Jill? Jill. Jill's this chick that I'm seeing on the side. Okay. Yeah. Of, so, of Jill. Yeah, just really coincidental. That's I right. Got, yeah. She's got the same name. So. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Blonder as well. Really? I'm trying to make it so if people see me down the street, they don't really, <laughs> hey, look, it's a, who's that chick he's with? It's, yeah. it's kind of like part and parcel. If they don't look at the face directly, I'll probably get away with this yeah, one. That's, yeah. Do, yeah. Do you ever put the bag on the head? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, lo- I love Jill. You're fantastic. Which Jill are you talking about? Yeah, what? Yeah. Ooh. Um, anyway, so it's going to be sick. I'm really looking forward to it. But mm. um, hopefully, hopefully it's not a letdown. Uh, I've read a bunch of reviews that have gone either way. Mm. Like a bunch of guys that don't really listen to the office that have been like, oh, this is too cringeworthy. The yep. gags are all old. The gags are stale, so forth. Yep. But um, I've read a couple of reviews that have been from true office fans. Mm. And they've said some of them have been it's epic. Oh, that's some good. of them have said it's kind of like the Hangover, not the Hangover, um, the Hangover two and three. I meant yeah. to say actually Entourage movie because the Entourage movie was a heap of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like but, good to see the boys back on the screen. Yeah, yeah. You'll let them get away with it. Yep. So yeah, I'm so, gonna um, see that. Mm. I'm definitely gonna go and see that mm. when I have enough money to buy that, <laughs> of which I have none at the moment. So guys, sponsor the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a new sponsor coming uh, coming this week when yep. this is uh, no coming next week coming next week we've got our new sponsor uh, Juice Bigelow Juice Bigelow yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're here today guys to uh, to do a travel roundtable to check, uh, chat about a couple of um, possible travel destinations for you guys so um, you're doing Mexico Tommy yeah I'm doing Mexico <laughs> I've been to uh, many places in the world um, I've been to Australia <laughs> I've also been to Mexico don't, don't tell them this man you're yeah. on a travel podcast that's true I'm doing a travel podcast <laughs> well, well actually, I mean, it's not it's Adventure Fit Radio there's no travel involved that is, that is very true yeah. Yeah, cool. but what, what is Adventure Fit Radio really Bill what is Adventure Fit Radio uh, well it's our show mm-hmm. that we that we, uh, that we make mm-hmm. and we explore fitness adventure in life is that how you wanted me to answer it yeah or? That, that's yep that was good. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm talking about Mexico. Um, I went to Puerto Vallarta and uh, Guadalajara, which were two completely different places. Um, and they weren't even that far away. I think it was like a five-hour bus drive between mm-hmm. the two. Puerto Vallarta is this like amazing sort of beach resort town. A ton of the gringos, el gringos, go to uh, Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> Slightly racist. So that's gringos with Mexican accents? El or? gringo. Yeah. yeah so, or that's m- not so that, what you're so trying that, to say. that is a Mexican <laughs> talking about a gringo with a negative associated connotation. Yes. El gringo. I understood that. Oh, cool. No, I was yeah. just making a gag. Oh, right. It wasn't really a gag, though. <laughs> In opposite town. <laughs> so... Where do we go? Yeah, it was amazing. I went skydiving there. Um, if you guys want to check, I'm just getting myself a plug here, um, figuratively speaking. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to check out my skydiving video, you can jump onto Tom Ahern on Facebook or Tom Dot Ahern. And uh, you actually giving yourself I'm a plug of your skydiving video? I need friends. Yeah, true. We can put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. That'll make you famous. Yeah. Well, people read our show notes. Well, people read our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Take over do. a four to six week period. Yeah, Claudia, uh, Claudia Hearn reads nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, the other three. <laughs> now, look, 
I went skydiving over there. Really cool video. You can you can check it out on Facebook. Stop talking about your All video right, now. Sorry, We're I'm talking sorry. about Mexico. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and it was apparently Puerto Vallarta is the only place in the world where you can actually land on the beach. Did you know that? What do you mean, land on the beach? So you go up, I think I went up about 10, maybe 13,000 feet. So it's pretty good. Oh, a, you mean skydiving land yeah, on the beach? Yeah, 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 right. That's what Tommy said as well. Tommy Sierra, who's a, really? obviously a friend of the show's. Yeah. That's sick. Um, friend so that, of the show till yesterday. Friend of the show until yesterday. No longer a friend of the show. Dickhead. <laughs> oh, we still like him. Just Sierra was, uh, for the listeners to wonder why, why he's not a friend of the show, Sierra was uh, booked in to come and chat today. He was. And then uh, Sierra was our most popular episode we've had, and then we had to take it down, yep. thanks to uh, the fun police. Yep. The, <laughs> the Australian parachute fun police. But... Um, and then, yeah, we're supposed to have a recording with Sierra this afternoon uh, around this time. And then I just went to double confirm with him yesterday and he said, uh, nah, bro, yep. I'm in Sydney. And I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. So thanks enough, uh, Sierra. Good on you, Sierra. So you can land on the beach. You land on the beach. There's about 25 second, seconds. It's about 25 <laughs> You're seconds. You're from New Zealand now. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's about 25 <laughs> seconds of free fall, um, which I think is not just specific to the Puerto Vallarta skydive. But, uh, so, so how high did you jump from? Uh, it was 13,000 feet. 13,000 yeah, feet. And it jump. was so invigorating. I mean, you guys know that I've got a fair few bizarre fears. Um, but I uh, skydiving was, has never been one of them. All the, all the normal rational fears I've never had a fear of. Skydiving, spiders... Skydiving. <laughs> so what about, um? this is a question that me and Corey, so I did bungee jumping in South Africa, which I'll talk about after. Yeah. So me and Corey, my mate, mm-hmm. we um, we were talking about skydiving and bungee jumping and at the time we'd done neither and I said that there's no, like I'll, uh, I'll bungee jump, I said, but there's no fucking way you'll get me skydiving, which really? I have, yeah, which I have skydived yep. since. But me and Corey both agreed 100% yep. that we would much prefer to bungee jump really? because you're fucking attached to something. Yeah, but you're literally free falling without a parachute. Yeah, but you're attached to a, you're attached to a cord. Yeah, you're strapped to something. <laughs> what, what would put it this way? What would you? Because I would me and much Corey, prefer to skydive. Everybody says now. that. I would. Yeah, having having skydive. I reckon now, everybody's off their list. But I, I'm I'm no voice of reason because I haven't done both of them, and you've done no, both. And you're an idiot. I'm a genuine idiot. I'm a genuine. <laughs> yeah, idiot. you still get your thumb up your butt. Yeah, I do. I should. You, you want me to take it out? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you've done both of them. I've done both. And which one do you think now? Um, I think I, I have a video too. Oh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not going to plug it. I'm not going to plug it. But um, <laughs> if you watch the video of my skydive, uh, sorry, my bungee jump. Well, where so do they I go went, to look at that? I went first. They they, they, they can't. Mate. I don't <laughs> oh, have a link. I'm not. Damn. It's not in the show notes. But um, I did it. I did my bungee jump. So mine was the world's biggest bungee jump, 256 yep. meters of free fall, or of falling basically, till you bounce back up, and then mm. you bounce back up and go boing, and you come back down. And it'll be 180 meters and then 130 meters. So it's like the biggest bungee jump, the world's third biggest bungee jump, the seventh biggest bungee jump in the yeah. first in the three boings. Yeah. Um, I got back up on the deck. So the guys came down and picked me up. And then uh, I got back up on the deck. And you see on the video, I'm sitting there on my butt. like, And then Corey, it's, just, it's over um, the top of this gorge in South Africa. And I come, uh, I sit there. I'm far out. I can't talk. I'm sitting there and Corey comes over. Gives me a big like kind of bro, you know, high yeah. five thing. And then you can see him word the mouth the words, how was it? How was it? And you see me shake my head and go, it was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's generally how it felt. So negative. It wasn't even, me and Corey both did it. And we both said at some point, uh, we both said, sorry, we both said at some point afterwards, we, we came to the realization that 
it wasn't even a positive experience after in the long run. You know really? how you do something. You know how you, oh, do, yeah. you do something. You're like, oh, that was so scary, or that was so hard, or that was so whatever. But, but I'm really I'm happy glad. I yeah. Did it. Yes. So me and Corey are like, that was so fucked. I wish I never did that. <laughs> Not even looking really? back at it. I'm still scared of it yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah, um, so why though? I don't understand. Uh, it just was fucking scary, man. Yeah. It was scary. Yep. So what happened? With, like, I just don't like. I'm fine with height. Fine with heights. I don't know why, but um, just the the fact of like, you know, you've seen uh, bungee cords snap mm. in you know videos, and mm. you've seen skydiving accidents or heard of them or whatever. Mm. Just um, just that nerve factor. But obviously. We did the world's biggest bungee jump on the first bungee jump. You you do that um, jump and you hang around down the bottom, and then there's a 200 meter gorge below you, oh. and you're just hanging there for like half an hour. Absolutely. Until they come down and pick you up. It's fucking. And then skydiving, skydiving was just as nerve wracking for me, pretty much. I was peaking the whole time until yeah. the guy came up. This big Eastern European guy behind me. His name was like um, Vladimir. Vladimir. Whoa. Mate, we are on. Yes. We are on. <laughs> Take your pants Mates off. for life. <laughs> no um, way. <laughs> get away from me, yeah, Glenn. I don't like get, you. I'm not nervous. Let's not be mates. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, but nervous. So, sorry, guys. We just had a little moment. But had a broman. Had a, um, Vladimir behind me and he was like, he was like, you will be fine. We are having fun. <laughs> Pulled me back, strapped me in. And once I was actually strapped to the Vlad, we'll call him the Vlad, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, that's when I relaxed. I'm like, well, I can't, I can't do anything about it now. Yeah. You got. You, you have to do it. I can't do anything about it. Yep. And this dude's done this a thousand times. So fuck whatever, yep. you know. But I, I equally, looking back on it, um, looking back on it, I enjoyed skydiving more because mm. you tumble, you do that tumble, mm. and then you like, you tumble out, and then boom, you mm. you chest out, eyes up, and oh. you're just floating, you know. It's amazing. Whereas bungee jumping, you're like, fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, this, this really sucks. And it's, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what as well? The, the big thing that I took away from what you just said is that it's only you when you're budging chopping, but you've yeah. got big Vlad with yeah. his cork up cork, mm. You know, when you're, uh, when you're skydiving. That's, mm. that's what it was like for me. So when I went up, the guy had done about 12,000 jumps and he'd already done four that day. So he was probably bored the whole yeah. time. I was never freaked out at all. Mm. Uh, except actually, you know, there was one moment of bullshit when he rocked it. He rocked us forward just to have a look and my, my feet were dangling over the over the plane and I was literally looking down. Uh, that bit sucks. To the, to, the, to the ether. You're actually in the air, but he's was, still sitting. Yeah, he's sitting. I, yeah. I, I was outside and he's sitting there smoking yeah. a bong. I'm like, man, can you stop smoking the bong? It's like, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, keep, I'm on. Keep jacking me off, man. That was, yeah, that, put that, that bong was, down. It was way better. Yeah. And then we jumped out of a plane. This wasn't in the job description. So definitely go skydiving in Puerto Vallarta if you can. So what was Puerto Vallarta? Yeah, the place. Like, what was the place like? The place is beautiful. The place mm. is beautiful. We we also went to this. Um, it's on the Pacific Coast, right? It is. How, do you, how far down? It's like, is it on the? Yeah. Uh, it's on the peninsula. Um, it's on the bottom of the. What's the peninsula called? Uh, oh, uh, Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. So so geographically, it's yep. west coast. Uh, west coast, and it's just below. Yeah. So it's it's quite it's quite close to it's close to the equator. It's yeah. very hot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, we went, uh, we went discovering. There's a ton of things you can do there. You can do... There was this thing that... So on the day that I went skydiving, me and my mates... Sorry, not me and my mates. All my other mates, of which I have none in real life. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and my mates. Oh, man, I'm lying again. Yeah, I don't, that's mates. Right, I'm lying again. I don't have any mates. <laughs> I didn't even go to Puerto Vallarta. Me and some other mates of other guys. <laughs> yeah, me and some other people who, honestly, I've never met before. Um, they all went to this island that was kind of like... It was out in the middle of the ocean... 
you know, maybe 200, 300 meters off the shore. Mm-hmm. And it was just this, this rock, this encompassing, like, you picture like an indoor pool. Mm. It was kind of like that, but it was natural. It was okay. amazing. It was amazing. And I didn't go, but I'm so much happy that I went skydiving. Anyway, we found this forest. There's a ton of little islands close it, and a lot of people live there. We found this rainforest. We walked up to the top of the rainforest, and in the very top part, there was this little pool that had developed over what you know, however many millions of years. Mm. Really nice. Oh, it's a little water. rock pool. Yeah, it was like a little rock pool at yep. the top of this fucking rainforest. That's weird. It wasn't like really grimy weird. and dirty and stuff. It was, nah, it was beautiful. It was like a little rock lake thing. Yeah, it was a little rock lake thing. Yeah, cool. Um, a waterfall as well. And it was just the, it was the bottom pooling of a, of a waterfall at the top of the rainforest. Yep. And That's sick. It was amazing. And you look outside. So you look at the waterfall, then you look to the other side, and you can literally see all outside of Puerto Vallarta. You see over Puerto Vallarta into the ocean. Mm. It was one of the most peaceful experiences mm. I've ever had. Just me and five other dudes in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, that was amazing. And the coolest thing about that, we were trying to find the waterfall for hours and hours. And we had this dog that just kept walking with us. Mm. And we called it the spirit dog. Yep. And we actually ended up eating it and have a ceremony at the end. No, <laughs> but we, um, he just kept following us along. And he would always walk a little bit further than us. And we were like, oh, I wonder where he's going, all this sort of thing. He would turn to the right, be like, ah, oh, this dog's fucked. We're not going to go this way. No idea. We'd always get lost on the other way. So, yeah. Oh, maybe the dog's right. Anyway, he was leading us to the bloody waterfall the whole That's time. Sick. And we, we didn't even what have a to smart tip dog. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know? Amazing. Do you know when we um, when I was in Nepal, we had uh, the first ever Everest trip I did. We went to climb Island Peak, mm. and um, so we got to base camp, did Everest base camp, the whole thing, yep. climb Kalapatar, which is part of it. Then on the way back down, you you go for a day, and then you get to uh, um, you get to uh, uh, you come off the track that's the normal base camp route, and you go to Island Peak base camp, and then mm. you try and climb Island Peak. So this was like we didn't offer it on the second and third iterations because it was a failed attempt at climbing this mountain because it was too dangerous. Yep, I've told you about this. I think for sure, yeah, I'm sure so, before. Yeah. But the reason I'm bringing this up is when we are, when we diverted off the route, the Everest Base Camp route, we kind of looked behind us and we're like, "Hey, we got a fucking little dog with us." Mm. What's this dog doing? Yeah. And then we're like, does anyone know? It's like, where's this dog come from? And we're kind of like, we don't really want this dog coming up the mountain with us. Anyway, follows us to base camp. <laughs> Still, we're like, surely by the next morning, like it'll be a uh, wolf bailed. Yeah. Um, it was minus 25 degrees inside the inside the tent in this um, at this joint. Yes, it's cold. So we had uh, we had ice on the top of our um, sleeping bags. Yep. It was me and Mac actually. Oh, and yeah. then um, yeah, and then the next morning we wake up. Sure enough, fucking little <laughs> Fido, whatever we call him. I can't yeah. remember what we named him. Sure enough, he was there ready to go, like yeah, he was wagging up. his tail, good yeah. to go. We made it halfway up Island Peak until the point where it was too dangerous because of all this extra snowfall and stuff. It was mm. just too hectic, so we had to turn around. The dog was there with us the whole fucking time. What is that? We nearly, I'm sure if we had made it to Island Peak to, to the summit, hey, this dog would have been with us. Yeah, Isn't yeah. that ridiculous? Uh, it's, it's so strange. Yeah. I heard another story about another guy who had a dog following him in... Oh, I can't remember. I think it's somewhere in Asia. Hmm. What is it about dogs? Uh, I know. They just like do people. Do you know? No, go on. I know what it is. What is it? Natural selection, my friend. What do you mean? So, have you seen all of the episodes of uh, uh, Old Mate Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, Cosmos. Yeah. I actually have only seen like nine of them, but I've seen the dog one. you seen the dog one? Well, the one that starts with the evolution of- um, Evolution of- Yeah, the dog. Yeah, and why they're man's best friend. Yeah. A lot of a lot of um, insight to that. <laughs> you want to explain what the insight is <laughs> no. for the listeners? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll explain. I'll explain. Um, so basically, dogs have learnt that by continuing to evolve, you know, if they become man's best friend, we feed them the food so they can survive. Mm. So 
20,000 years ago or whenever, 10,000 years ago or whatever, the wolves used to hunt in packs and they used to try to kill us for mm. our food. But they found that just by hanging low and being staying nicer, mates with us, yeah, friends, we would just feed them the food. We'd give them the food easily. We'd give them the food. Yeah, and then from right. that, they've, uh, they've evolved to be very close to us. So whenever we meet dogs, we, we're hanging out with them. Yeah, know? yeah, that's for sure. I think sure. that's the, the technical way of saying it. Anyway. 100%. I don't know why this particular dog tailed <laughs> us as particular humans because there was humans everywhere. But yeah, that's the evolutionary. <laughs> that's so, the best way I can understand. Yeah, anyway. that's, the, that's the best way to sum up this uh, review of Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> that way all the drugs had worn off. <laughs> but um, yeah, so back to back to Mexico. So so I was looking at the map trying to figure out where um, yeah, Puerto yeah. Vallarta was. So I was thinking of Baja California. So it's not Baja California. Oh, it's, so it's, so it's, right, so it's in, like middle of the, middle it's of the Pacific middle coast. It's in middle of Mexico on the west side. Yeah, gotcha. that's beautiful as well. Really beautiful. I only stayed towards the... Um, yeah, I went... Actually, oh, you can have a look at where Guadalajara is right there now. I'm just looking at the map. Um, it's pretty close to Puerto Vallarta, but I didn't really skew too far off the west side. So the weather mm. was really nice. But we did something else that is big over there is um, boat taxis. Mm-hmm. So instead of catching a cab, because there's little islands and all that sort of stuff, um, and it's all on the shoreline, kids are catching boat taxis from school and going home that way. Can you imagine how much cooler that would be? Boat it's- taxis. So there's a road on the there's a road, and then there's you can go to the ocean and get a boat taxi. Yeah, really. That's and exactly they get boat it taxis. It's they quicker get, and cheaper. Literally, they get boat taxis. So we caught a boat taxi to try and find the rainforest. It was literally like five dollars. Okay? Hang on a sec. A boat taxi to find the rainforest? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. So we were on one side of the... So just picture point A in your head Mm. and then picture point B. Mm -hmm. We were trying to get from point A to point B. I get that. Yeah. I'm with that. Um, (laughs) Oh, you didn't even need to explain that part. That's how how forward thinking I am. That's the ability I have with my huge huge brain. Yeah. Yeah. So we were trying to get from... So picture this in your head, all right? There's point A. (laughs) We're trying to get from point A to point B. And in order to do that, rather than going through the, the jungle part, we just went... Kind of like a wormhole. We call it a boat taxi. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing like a wormhole. <laughs> not, absolutely nothing like a wormhole. We've wasted 45 seconds of the listeners' lives Talking about this, boat taxis. With, with this A to B part. <laughs> we have. Fuck them, though. <laughs> nah, I love you guys. Jeez, I give them a scope a lot, don't I? Yeah, go on. So the boat taxis, yeah. So and how's they're, it they're $5. But the coolest thing is that, like I said, there's just tons of kids catching boat taxis on mm. the way home. I mean, right now, they're probably doing it, you know, playing Pokemon on their iPhones. All the time. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, this is so different to at home where you'd catch a bus and you'd, yeah. you know, it's really cool, really cool. I um, There's a place in Panama called uh, Bocas del Toro that has boat taxis. Mm. <laughs> and um, I got a boat taxi that's like, there's um, bunches of little islands. And I got real, uh, real fucked up one night and left all my gear, like my digital SLR. Um, I went home with blood all over me, um, ripped shorts, what no happened? shoes, no shirt, no money, no cl- no clothes, um, no digital SLR, and no memory of what had happened. So, <laughs> do you still not know? I had no money, no anything, right? So, what happened was, I um, I had to. I slept in my hostel, but then I was like, right, I need to, um, I need to get back over to this other island. And the yeah. boat taxis are like same thing, like five bucks. Yeah. And um, but it's not that far. But all my mates had bailed. Like all the people that I was kicking around with had gone, like moved on. And and the people that I was hanging around the night before, who were good friends of mine, they were on the other island. Mm. And I had no phone, no nothing. And I couldn't get any money from anyone. I was also like real hungover and maybe a little bit scattered, so I didn't want to ask anyone for money. Yep. So I grabbed my surfboard from the hostel, walked to the dock with all these boats like ferrying back and forth between the islands and I paddled across to the other island. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
my surfboard. All these guys in the boats would yell and abuse at me and stuff because it was pretty dangerous. Like, I yeah. could have got, but I wasn't really thinking at the time. Extremely dangerous, yeah. especially in the frame of mind. And I, um, and then I went and I got all my um, digital SLR, found all these photos, and kind of pieced the night back together. So can we can we go into some sort of detail about the night? Um, so what happened was. I went to a place called um, Aqua Lounge. Yep. So Aqua Lounge is in Bocas del Toro and it's a hostel, but it's basically, it's like a, how would I explain it? It's like a, a fun park for adults mm-hmm. that has a bar mm-hmm. and really cheap Coke. Mm. So, okay. So if you're with me, like obviously South America and Central America, you know, Coke's very cheap or whatever. Yep. And there's a bar at this hostel. And Are what you the talking hostel- about Coke as in like Pepsi, the drink? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. precisely what I'm so, talking about. I mean, they obviously, they make it down there and it's very yeah. cheap. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's really, it's more thicker. Um, yeah. They use the thicker liqueur of the, of the, of the Coke. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so, I mean, we but, had some of that, that Coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, Aqua Lounge has a massive party on um, like a Tuesday night or whatever. And I went to that and it was pumping. It was so much fun. Mm. They have a big deck, right? And then there's the water's about um, the water's about two meters below the deck and then I've cut a huge hole out of the middle of the deck. Mm. So it's like a pool, basically. You can do flips and jump that's off. Sick. And then they have a diving board that's one meter above the deck, a diving board that's two meters above the deck and a diving board that's three meters above the deck. Yeah. And then they also have um, a trampoline on the, on the end of the deck so you can run off, bounce on the trampoline, flips into the water. Oh. They've got a swing set so you can do like flips off the swing, sit on the swing, jump in the water. So much fun. Like it's awesome. Dangerous. So I went there on this party with like a bunch of crew from the hostel and stuff on this party night. Had a great time. And my friends were actually staying there, the two people I was traveling with, Aleku and, and Anna. Um, it, it, so what happened was I went back there two nights later because it was just so much fun. I'm mm. like, I'm just going to go back, have a quiet couple of drinks with my mates. Mm. And we ended up, there's a, um, there's a rum, a Nicaraguan rum that we're into over there called Florida Cana. Mm. And we're drinking, so basically, I don't drink straight spirits, but over there, Florida Cana, you can just drink it out of the bottle. And we were just in this vibe, yeah, okay, you know, in yeah. this vibe where yep. we're doing that. And um, so me, Anna, and Aleku started with a couple of beers, bought a bottle of Florida Cana. That escalated. I said, all right. Next thing we should probably do is probably buy a bag of Coke. Yeah. And then... Um, Hang on, a bag of Coke or a glass of Coke? No, they sell bottles of Coke in big Santa sack oh, bags. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just it's important to, yeah, know, to make mention the note. Yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. We wouldn't want to think anything else. You were doing anything else. Yeah, yeah no. so anyway, um, so what happened was we got really hammered and, and taking photos, swimming around, doing flips and stuff. And I got so carried away that... Because when I'm in... So this is why one of the reasons why I stopped taking party drugs at all like five years ago is because yep. I would get real fucked up and just want to jump out of the high sing or jump yeah. off the high sing or um, which is obviously very dangerous play chicken with fucking like not not you know not really really stupid but I'd try and up the ante for myself and yep. and try and do just silly things so this particular night I got so fucking retarded that there was the one meter diving board into the two meter pool so everyone's doing flips off that and stuff having fun then we yep. move up to the second the second one anyway Pretty within like five minutes, I'm doing blackouts and stuff off the three minutes, okay. which is nothing crazy, you know. It's yep. just, it was pretty cool. But what what time? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea about that. Four p.m. on a Tuesday. Afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what happened was though, I apparently I got that fucking uncontrollable and and fucked up that I had climbed onto the roof. And because the roof was like five meters, mm-hmm. so I'd climbed onto the roof, and it was this low pitch metal roof. Oh. And what I was doing, apparently, this is what Anna told me, and she couldn't stop me, and Alec couldn't stop me. They weren't kicking me out. There was no one at the bar. Was, I was just doing it myself, like yeah. entertaining myself. They were what I mean. people I get, you were traveling with. Anna and Alec were, but okay. but there was no one really like pulling the reins in on me. Yep. 
I climbed up onto the roof, which is like five meters. And apparently what I was doing, why my clothes were all ripped and I had blood all over me. Mm. I had cuts and scratches and blood all over me when I went home to the hostel because there's a chick in my hostel with me and in my dorm and, and I walked back in and she was like, she started like crying and stuff like, worried, what happened, what happened? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I know I've had a good time, I but I don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, I was running as fast as I could along the roof. I had like a 10 meter ru- runway apparently and I kept slipping over and I kept cutting myself Ooh. on the nails that would held the roof down, like the roofing nails. Okay. And it had shredded my clothes. My shorts were in tatters, like shreds. Yeah. And I had um, cuts and scratches all over me and then, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah, just the... <laughs> Tommy's just just stopped me story and pointing at something. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm pointing to the Apple Mac. What about it? You need it? Yeah. Yeah, you can have it, mate. Thanks, mate. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so why did I even tell that story? Well, because we were talking about... Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) Naturally brought... No, we're talking about dogs, spirit dogs. Nah, but um, anyway, (laughs) anyway, so uh, I have no idea why. Well, because we were talking about fucking spirit dogs. No, but dogs don't have anything to do with... What well, oh, no, paddling across, the, paddling across the bay. Why do I paddle across? Right. That's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's oh, right. how I got so fucked up. But that was actually... Oh, yes. Because I, I actually... Um, I have heaps of stories like that when I travel. Like, I, I have a, a point where there's, mm. like, me sober and then me up to, like, the coolest guy to be around and really fun. <laughs> and then... I'll, the worst guy to be around. Yeah, Everyone yeah. Hates you. I can, I can... <laughs> Very, very, very rarely. I wasn't a bad guy on this particular night. I was just out of control. Yeah. But I get can get to a point where I'm really legitimately out of control. Like my best friends can't control me at all. And yep. and then that way, it's either the funniest thing known to man or like silly, silly things. Or I can be a, a bit fucked because I have no yeah. control of myself. No, like I've done. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I've been like kicked out of a lot of hostels and done stupid shit yeah, over the time. Yeah, you yeah. know. So. Yep. Um, so I guess yeah. Well, what's the message? The message is um, well, I actually. I stopped taking drugs because uh, of something that happened with my mate Roisy over on the trip. Um, we went into this last travel round table. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. so he got himself a bit fucked up and we said like, no, no more drugs. But then one of the things that kept me off at 100% was one of my friends, John, um, died at, in Vegas on the footy trip. John McCarthy, the Port Adelaide player, yep. jumped off the roof. Yep. And when that happened, that was the first time. The next day I, did a, I went to a party and did a backflip and knocked myself out, put myself in hospital. And I had such bad anxiety. I had this crazy fear that I would kill myself yeah. doing something stupid. Oh, yeah. And um, you, were, like, you were probably close. I've been... You asked my, ask my mate Louis Myers. Louis will say he was nearly in tears this one particular night in um, Croatia mm. because... I was in this uncontrollable mood where I wouldn't listen to anyone and I kept sitting on this ledge that had like uh, I was sitting on like it was a it was a it was a a ledge that had a a, a thing cut out of it so it was like a seat mm. and it was about an 80 foot drop behind it onto mm. the onto the beach and mm. like pebbles and rocks and stuff and it was in Dubrovnik in Croatia and I kept um, like sitting on this seat and then falling back so I was so wasted and grabbing the grabbing the sides jeez and um, how far was the fall? Yeah, like it was like it was like forty, oh, it was like thirty meters. Well, it like killed me. You would, killed you would me hundred percent. Yep, and Louis, die. Louis, the next day I had to apologize because I felt really bad because Louis chatted to me about it, and it was like, you know, he's like, man, there's there's a fifty fifty chance the way you're acting, the shit you're doing. There's a fifty fifty chance in my eyes. I couldn't control you. He goes, there's a fifty fifty chance that he's gonna die. Like yep. he's gonna fuck, he's gonna fuck himself up. Um, I don't really know exactly what happened that night with the with the ledge thing, but Louis, you know, I've I've put my friends in some shitty situations, so, mm. and yeah, that wasn't drug related, so that was just drunk. So I, I've yeah, it's 
It's tough. Well, it's good that you can look back on that and see, you know, probably wasn't the smartest idea. And but just I have take no, something away from that. But I can't. I don't. I don't really ever take stuff away from it. Yeah. Well, you I have, don't you act like that now. Yeah, but that's because you were this very is my controllable. This is my controllable self. I, I, this is my. This is my conscious self being aware of that. Yeah. Like when I'm in. When I'm this wasted. Doesn't really happen in Australia because I don't get that excitement and that I don't yeah. push Once myself. Once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And I, don't, I don't. I don't push myself that hard. Yep. I'll, I'll get drunk and stuff if I. If I, like I said, we were talking earlier. I don't drink that much, but yep. when I do, I can get pretty pretty drunk. But I know this is where I live. Uh, I you know I try and be respectful when I when I'm overseas. I think there's just this different mindset that I don't fuck anyone over. You've got no responsibility. I just well, that, push think it. Think about how many Australians do that sort of stuff I just push it I just push it a little too far and like I say I, yeah. I hate that, that you said that because I I look at it so many Australians that, the way they travel I don't mean it in a bad way but, yep. the, but the way that they travel I hate the way that Australians travel in a lot of places like Bali and Thailand yeah because yep. that's not me at all yep. that's not me I'm just the wildest party dude and just I just um, I just have a switch that's. Well, that, I mean, that's pretty similar. Yeah, it is, but I'm not I'm not rude to other people. I, I don't think, or maybe I am, but maybe, but yeah. I, I don't mean, think you're, I'm you're that. You're, you're a nice guy. You, I, I don't think you do it to intentionally harm anyone, no. like, like through emotively or physically or anything. For sure, but you just yeah. But I yeah I, I'm definitely I definitely don't associate. I don't feel if I felt like that, I think it was a really big problem. I don't associate myself with that kind of idiot Culture. Australians. Yeah, yep. but I, I genuinely don't think I'm like that. But I just have this level where I, that I go to that can put myself at risk a lot of the time. Like, mm. yeah, I jumped out of a tree in Sereno once on a, on a bender <laughs> naked into a swimming pool. Yeah. And it was about, I climbed the tree at least 40, 50 foot. We, me and Sugar, my friend, I have video of this. Should we, uh, it's actually quite funny. There was a, there was a, a, a pool at this um, primary school. It was like a Sunday morning. Yep. And it had a mat over it. We thought it'd be hilarious to, to get yeah, had a mat over it, so a pool mat. You're 14 years old, right? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then, um, so we thought it'd be hilarious to break into the school, and then um, it was an outdoor pool, and then get naked and have a. We had drinks with us, and to have a sprint across the pool, so it looked like we were walking on water. Oh, yeah. And then anyway, so Sugar ended up jumping on this shade sail and doing a blackout. So what, why did you have to get naked? We just thought it'd be funny and naked. Oh, everything's funny and naked. Just, yeah. That's why we do this podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. naked. <laughs> and then, anyway, so Sugar did this blackout into the pool. Hilarious. And then the video, because my mate was filming it, the video pans over to this tree, literally 50 foot up, dense, dense tree, and you just see the branches of the tree start to Ooh, shake. You're like, nah. what the fuck's going on in yeah. here? And then you just see this naked body. <laughs> it's actually the funniest video you'll ever see. And we're like, yeah, that was the greatest. And we're watching it and showing everyone, showing everyone. And only about a week later, Sugar goes to me, look how close you were to the edge of the pool there, man. Yeah. And we looked into it and I literally made it into the pool by like half a foot. Oh, this man. Is, I'm, t- I'm 22, 21, 22 at this stage. Yep. But this is, this, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> the shit. Jump out of a <laughs> this is the shit that I used to get myself into, you know. So mm. I've always, I'm all right now, but I've always worried that. Um, do, you, do you ever think that there's more to that just being like a coincidence of you either living or dying? Do you ever think there's like a purpose to that? No. No? Nah. Nah? I don't believe either in, one way or another? No, nah, I personally don't. I don't believe in fate or... You don't think there's like a, a meaning predetermined. to be around? No. Nah. Yeah. I think I'm just generally part of the process. Mm. I'm happy to be here and trying to leave a positive impact, but I don't think any more deeply into that personally. Mm. You do? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I really mm. like to hear people's opinions on it. Yeah, no, and I'm, I totally um, respect your opinion. Yeah, I do have an opinion, and, and that is my opinion. My opinion is it's just I'm not neither, per- here, neither here nor there. No, no, I don't. I don't believe in in fate. I don't believe in destiny. I don't believe mm. in anything. I think you create your own destiny. You create your own path. It's not, I don't personally think that any of it's really predetermined. Mm. Uh, and again, same as you. I, I don't mind if people do think that. And yeah. it's, inter- it's def- definitely a very interesting People can have some to- really interesting points on it. In what, so, so in what regard do you think the universe is all planned out? And Well, some people, some people can think that. And it goes against what I believe in is in terms of, you know, there's a creator and all that sort of stuff. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff in the universe that makes sense because of this and that and this and that. Why, why? Why not other things? You know. Yeah. All right. So, what about what about the fact of like, if you think of the butterfly effect? Yeah. Do you ever think of? I'm not saying because the butterfly effect didn't that never happens. Yeah. Well, let's it's, explain it's, the it's, butterfly it's, effect. So, the butterfly effect. Say right now, I say to Tommy, um, "Hey, fuck you, man!" And the joke, <laughs> the joke, uh, the joke comes off wrong. Maybe really that, negative, maybe man. that, maybe that affects our um, our podcast in the future, mm-hmm. our friendship, whatever. Um, rather than me say right now, say, hey, Tommy, fucking, that was really good what you did last week about rah, rah, rah. Mm. He thinks of me more positively. Our relationship grows. Mm. The podcast becomes thick and uh, strong and fast. And we travel. Like the, the, the one little thing that can affect the way that your life actually deviates. So yeah. the butterfly effect is that the actual effect of a butterfly flapping its wings across one part of the world can, can affect something on the other part of the world. Yeah, and yeah. there's a movie for it with starring Gwyneth Paltrow, I believe, in called Sliding Doors. Yeah, Ashley Kutcher, is- there's a movie called The Butterfly oh, yeah, Effect as well. Yeah, that's probably a better, better understanding. Yeah, yeah. But, but what, <laughs> yeah. I, what I mean is the butterfly effect's never actually happened. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a, right. it's, a, it's a theory and it's obviously, if it doesn't, uh, reality only goes in one way. Yep. It? But, but if... I think that's a very interesting way to look at things. Like mm. I always think there was a phone call that my friend made to me that, that if he didn't make that one phone call, which I think is like a 20% chance of him making, and it's 100% chance because it happened. Yep. But I think just looking back and I'm like, that's just so strange and not out of character, but just weird that it happened that mm. way and whatever that created me going over to the, 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 the fact that I went over to Bali and worked on this um, retreat. And yeah. then I thought, all right, I'm going to give Adventure to go. And then Adventure led to this. And this podcast, we're sitting here, we're talking about it. Yep. But- my mate Steve Kennedy didn't have that make that phone call, then none of this happens. Yeah. I think we're not sitting here right now. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent we're not sitting here right now. And I think it's so interesting to think of the little decisions that you make yep. or the little insignificant actions that you take that can affect the course of everybody around you. Absolutely. That to me and that's why that's why I think right now, me sitting here as we speak. I'm creating the future. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm actively creating it, and that, and that's why I don't really believe in so much uh, determinism. Or, it? Is determinism means like it's, it's, things are predetermined? Yeah, determinism. Exactly. Yeah. So yep. that's why I don't really think too much along those lines. It's but. very empowering to think that what we do right now basically creates the foundation of who will be mm. tomorrow or in a week or. In but a everyone month. as well. But everyone you can, around you, can, you. you can. You're not thinking this way all the time. No. So you can just make impulsive decisions. Mm. And obviously that's why regret can happen, you know? What are some other times, I guess, that you've, you would have had those moments where it's like, oh shit, you know, if this, if this didn't happen, I wouldn't be, um, I would be here. To well, be- you and I meeting was a big one. 
Yeah. Because I never thought that I'd actually end up walking into that brothel. But when I did, <laughs> it was like, oh, hey, man. Um, well, I happen, to be, I happen to be in the all-male brothel by chance. Yeah, and oh, I was, right. Yeah, I was just... Um, See, I, I, was I, I know a guy that was... Yeah, I know a guy that was just working on the desk there, whereas you were just going for... I was for, in there for, for love. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gadouche, of course. <laughs> and, um, absolutely. Um, but... Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I don't really, I don't really think of. Um, well, I mean, thinking of relationships is a big way to think about it. Yeah. Because, um, you think of past relationships. I mean, I'm sure that everybody in the world has probably done it one time or another, mm. where they've thought, okay, I, for me, um, me and Jill are really, really happy now. It's going really well. In the past, I've broken up with two girls that I've been head over the heels in love with at the time. Yep. You know, because of. Uh, um, selfish reasons or, well, selfish or just my own or reasons. Or just didn't really. happen, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, but, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say to myself, if I didn't say right now that I'd thought to myself, shit, was that the right decision? Or, yeah. Or because you look at- has that. Yeah, that's right. And you look at like one of those relationships, I don't think probably was destined to to, to work. One of, one of them though, I have no doubt could have. Yep. But I decided to travel and then again, here I am. Yep. I have a travel company. But the fact that I made that decision doesn't rest uneasily with me. It's just very interesting to think, it is. hmm, imagine how different my life would be had I been in that position. And, and I think I'd be living on the peninsula still. Mm-hmm. I think I'd have five or six or eight to 10 houses because when I was 23, I had four at the time when I made this decision. Mm. If I didn't decide to travel, I would have probably not ever had my eyes open to the world of travel. I would have thought that success was money and, and property, which is what I was doing at the time. Mm. Which, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. That's not how I look at well. Um, uh, sorry, that's not how I look at success anymore. Yep. So I think my life would be. I'd probably be playing footy, living on the peninsula, tons of houses, a lot more money, and I'd be settled down. That's yep. what I think would have You'd happened. Be settled. Yeah. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. I think that that alternate reality plays out pretty well, to be honest. Yep. But. It's just interesting to to look back on it and think how different not only your world but the world around you could be. So I've actually started looking at this in the way of like helping people out in their day-to-day because I walked into Phoenix Weightlifting Club where now it's my happiest place in the world. I'm friends with absolutely everyone in there and I, even if I'm training like shit and I'm not wanting to be at training, it puts a smile on my face mm. just to be there. Mm. So, But it didn't start like that. It started with me walking in with anxiety, um, I'm like, I'm, people think I'm an alpha male. Or maybe I act like it or whatever. Yep. I, don't, I don't know. But Really just you're a cute little teddy bear on the inside. Yeah, I'm a pussy on the inside. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, there's all these, all these weightlifting alpha male dudes as well. And yep. I'm super, super shy. And like, it took me ages. But maybe way. they're all just pussies on the inside. Maybe, for sure. But it took me longer than I would have liked to have gotten to the point where I am now. Yeah. Which is like, I love everyone. Yep. And I'm comfortable with everyone. Rah, rah. So I've tried to actively, a little bit in my day-to-day, expedite that process for other people. Mm. So because my human nature, my natural nature is to sit there and someone walks into the gym and they're new, I'll let them go over to the platform and do their training and whatever. And it, when the time comes, if, if our paths cross or if someone's having a conversation and I want to jump in on, I'll introduce myself. Oh, you don't just trip them over? Um, so, <laughs> so far, ruin my just yeah, I know, flow sorry. in here. Sorry. But you know what I mean. So, <laughs> so I've tried to go out of my way actively to like, hey man, Doc, how are you? Tom, look, nice where, to meet you, mate. Nice to meet you, man. <laughs> where, um, where are you from? Like, what are you doing down here? Oh, look, I'm a coach. No, no, um, it's certain there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know you do. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> no, but, you know, so to try and make that day a little bit easier and the, the transition a little bit easier because mm. I look at 
how I'm perceived, which is different to the way that I perceive myself, mm. but the way that per- people perceive me, because it's not always somebody that's a big person that's walking in the gym. There's a lot of chicks that walk in the gym, a lot yep. of dudes that are younger, a lot of dudes that are... Oh, it's all perception. Yeah, and all I'm, perception. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the loud guys in the gym, so yep. the fact that I'm reaching out and making them feel welcome yeah. doesn't take more than 10 seconds out of my day, but extrapolate that in how much better they feel of and course. get them off to a better start. So if I'm trying to take feel, that... Yeah, that's right. If they can feel like they're bros with the loudest, biggest alpha male dude, you know, the biggest personality at the place... Well, one, one, of, a, yeah, one of the guys, you, know, one you of don't guys, have yeah. this sort of internal expectation or, or need to like climb the social ranks. Yeah, you feel like your foot's in the door. Your foot's in the and door. And you don't have to worry about that bullshit that goes along with society. Oh, you know, exactly. It's just the way yep. it is, you know, like there's the all that is. fucking anxiety and like... 100%. Well, maybe not with everyone, but all that, all that, you know, who's this person? How does he fit in the structure? Exactly. Like, oh, all that absolute ridiculous crap. Exactly. Yep. So, and it's not something that comes natural to me, but it's like, if you think about it in the way of the butterfly effect, you know, you can make really positive... Well, the butterfly effect doesn't really work like that. The butterfly effect, I, what I said could actually I know mean. mean they could go, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was so much fun. Boom, hit yeah, my train. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. it, that's how it works. But yep. it also, yeah, so that's an interesting topic. So um, It is. Did you want to talk any more about Mexico? This is way, this is yeah. very, very off topic. But this is what happens with all of our shit. This is fine. This is fine. This is why it's this called is, shit. I, well, it's called a travel round table, wasn't it? called a travel round table. <laughs> but it's cool. Travel round table going wrong. Yeah, that's true. I like that. No, look, if you can get to Puerto Vallarta, guys, it's a... I really do recommend it. I haven't been to too many places in Mexico. That's obviously something that Bill and I are discussing and um, um, something that I want to do. But um, Puerto Vallarta is really, if you want to go to a place that is really very, very much um, relaxation-esque um, and you don't, you can do a few things here and there, but it's really centered around just a nice, easy holiday. That's the place for you. I think it's beautiful. The, the, the weather was great. Stress was low, um, and the people are fantastic. The mm. people are really nice, and the food is so good as well. Just make sure you tell them you're not a gringo. Yeah, yeah, hundred. Oh, you have to tell them you're not a gringo because they they don't like the gringos. For all our, for all our American listeners as well, yeah. take that. Tr- practice your Australian accent. Let, yeah, that's it right. It will get you much further. Hey, dude. <laughs> now, that was me doing an American. Giddy. Yeah. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. What is going on? <laughs> Oh, is that is that us doing an American accent? Doing an Australian was. accent? Yeah, it was. Can you oh, do yeah. an American accent? No, nah, I'm not. Can you do try. any accent? Nah, please. Nah, I hate it when you put me under, under pressure. Oh, like this. I put you under pressure. I can do. Um, I can do. Um, uh, I probably can probably do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Let Let's get to the chopper. <laughs> Is that even the quote? I don't know. For some weird, weird reason, I can do like a potentially eccentric, like homosexual German accent. Okay. <laughs> it's very niche. How's it going, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> if you want some party of your dreams, you have to work out for it. <laughs> That's my Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, that was good. And I can also do Stewie Griffin. Go on. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> If you've also bought it, you're like, no, 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 no. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. So, uh, Brian, you've been uh, working on that novel? <laughs> you know, the one with uh, the beginning, middle and end? Uh, beginning of uh, all the plot sort of thing? And uh, friends become enemies? Uh, enemies become friends? You know, the, you've been working on that one? Right? Yeah. You don't think you need some time off. That's actually um, yep. that's actually really good. Yep. That's and really good. Well played. 
No, that's, we're right. We can okay. move on. Now. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to just start talking another accent now. You just start your own podcast. I feel Accents with Tommy. Yeah, that's right. Um, Tom and his 12 personalities. Good luck with that. But um, yeah, I can attest to Mexico too. I've been to Mexico twice. Mm. And favorite place? Favorite place for me in Mexico. Would you say um, Guadalajara? Yeah. No. Would you say um, Would you say Puerto Vallarta is Mexico, or would you feel nah. like it's nah. it's not. it's it's um, America? Or the Western, really Westernized kind yep. of culture in a beach in Mexico. It is, it is. Yeah. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah, cool it's for holiday. Because that's what I found with, I found with, so Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Tulum. We're planning a trip there in, in Feb. So um, mm. hashtag adventure travel, all that, all that shit. But, <laughs> but, um, you can find, by the way, just quickly, you can find very Mexican-esque places in yeah, Puerto Vallarta. For sure. Like the rainforest and all the people in there. But yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, so I found for me... Mexico is great in a number of ways. I've been to probably 12 different cities in Mexico. I've been there three times, Mm. spent about 10 weeks there. So um, I'm not an expert by any means, but there's a lot of places that you can get that um, real authentic Mexican Mm. vibe. Mm. And one of them for me, which definitely my favorite place in Mexico would be um, Puerto Escondido. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What does Puerto mean? Puerto means port. Uh, Port. Porto, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Porto. Porto. So Escondido means... um, I think uh, the hidden port or the lost port. Okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, so um, so Puerto Escondido is like, it's just got the right amount of tourism. Mm. So it's like halfway in between um, somewhere that has zero tourism and it's just rural Mexico to like Cancun, you know, mm-hmm. it's in the middle. So it's it's set up well for like going out, um, having fun, mm. partying a little bit, mm-hmm. seeing some sites, buying some shit if you want to do all that crap. Yeah. Um, having some good, but having some good restaurants, some good food, all that stuff. Yep. And then... Um, it's got world-class pumping surf, mm. pumping surf. Even if you don't surf, it's worth going there. Just watch the surf. Me and my mate, um, me and my mate don't know his name. Literally, <laughs> he was a legend and I've forgotten his name. What's his last name? Um, don't know his name, Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, Nick was his name. He was a Kiwi guy. Um, Stevens. He was a Kiwi guy uh, from, <laughs> from New Zealand and his name was Nick. And we okay. went and surfed La Punta, Excuse which me? is like, uh, it's the point in Spanish. Oh, yeah. So it's this, Really nice wave, and it's probably very always very manageable size. We went and surfed this wave. We didn't know each other. We kind of had a bit of a chat in the water. We paddled in together. We got a taxi together. Jacked yep. each other off. All the, all the normal <laughs> stuff. And then, and then we went to get um we went to get some. We went to hey, let's get some food, man. The surf's pumping. We'll sit down and we'll watch it. And then um we got a spaghetti bolognese. I remember, and we sat there, and it was like twenty foot surf, perfect, perfect barrels. Yeah, no one was surfing it. Really? We're like, no, no one. Too big. It was yeah, like crazy. Way too big. So we're like, well... You didn't go and do it, surely. No, no, no. So yeah. we're sitting there, we're watching it, and then <laughs> it was too big for a normal surfer, for yeah. a dude on a surfboard. So we're sitting there on the beach, and then this car pulls up with a... You like that one, mate? <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> um, so we pulled up... We pulled up. You fucked me. So he, he pulled up. The car pulls up with a oh. with a with a jet ski on the back, yep. and then <clears throat> dude with board, dude's got a board with straps, and we, me and Nick were looking at each other, we're like, "Fuck, man, this is about to go down." Mm-hmm. So these guys go out, and we sat there for about the next two hours watching dudes tow tow in twenty mm-hmm. foot surf, like <sighs> world class. It's the biggest beach break in the world. Give some sort of reference point as to how big twenty feet is. Well, twenty foot's taken differently in surf feet because yeah. it's taken from the back of the wave. So as the wave, if you look at the wave, you look at the ocean. Yep. Then twenty foot actually means here's the ocean. Yep. Here's 20 foot above the wave. That's 20 foot. But you look at the wave from the front, it's sucked out yeah. probably another 10 foot. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So if I, so I'm paddling out to the ocean. Say, I say, see a big wave so coming easier, at me. Easier way, easier way to, to think of it. 
So, and this is for the listeners too. So the listeners, yeah. if you're looking at surfing and they go, oh, it's three foot today, yeah, yeah. really clean, whatever. And there's guys in stand-up battles. Yep. Like that obviously is a bit of an exaggeration. But the reason why is if you look at, if you're out in the ocean, mm-hmm. the level of the water in the ocean mm-hmm. and the wave is taken from the back of that. How do you mean from the back of that though? So if you have flat ocean yep. like this and then there's the wave. Yes. Uh, I think that's right anyway. <laughs> You said it so. No, no, but but then there's some waves that just suck out, and then it's like a straight shelf, yep. and then the waves like this. So anyway, you normally add a few feet. So twenty foot, twenty foot's probably probably literally four five times overhead. So oh, so that's massive. It's oh, a it's massive huge. wave. Huge, crazy, and so it's and it's hear, super shallow. People die there all the time. Yeah, or so like break the break the necks and stuff like that. You hear dudes talking about like surfing one hundred foot waves or big as tsunamis or this sort of mm. thing. Is that from the base? So where? So the surfboard floats on the water. Well, that fucks my story. That fucks my story. If you say hundred foot wave, so so yeah. so that's like a hundred foot face. Hundred foot face. Yeah, hundred foot face. So so if you look at the face of the wave, so uh-huh. so here's the wave here. Yep. Like the curvature yes, of the wave. Yes, yes, yes. So for the listeners, I'm drawing a curvature of a wave. Yep. So so that's the face of the wave, you know, that you can see on yeah. the poster. That's a hundred foot that's like a hundred foot it, it gets tricky the way that people talk about how yeah, big yeah. how big surf is. Oh, but I so totally get what you mean. So now. if you look at the quicksilver symbol, yep. Like that. Yep. The back of the quicksilver symbol is yep. the ocean. And then the the height, the of, the height peak of the wave is yeah the height of the, the weave yeah the height of the, the height of the wave of the weave bro is like uh, is like that's how normally they'll judge the wave like it's three foot it's like yeah. three foot from the back of the wave to the top point mm-hmm. but the front will always be It'll slightly bigger yeah so it's kind of it's kind of and maybe people will pull me up on the way I've described this but that's basically how you yeah. how you look at waves but but so this this wave was huge this wave was huge and it's it's like it's crazy. It's the most dangerous, this insane surf that you could ever imagine. Yeah. But so we um, we watched this this pumping surf for like two hours, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. Mm. You never get to Just see to watch it. live. You would excuse me. You never get to see anything live. You would see, you, it's, exactly, and you would see. You'd see that stuff on Fuel TV or you'd yep. buy DVDs with that shit. And we were just sitting there enjoying it. We just had a sick surf ourselves. Yep. Knew we were going to have fun and night drinking beers. Well, we're in that fr- frame of mind. You're yep. having the best time. Yep. And you're just sitting there just watching one of the experiences of a lifetime. So mm. Puerto Escondido for me, that's my favorite part of Mexico. And that's for anyone. That's for a surfer. That's for somebody that could not care less about mm. the sport of surfing. You'll be, you'll be blown away by the place, but you'll also be blown away by... Yeah, it's not always like that, obviously, of the, course, the surf. Of but, you know, some what of the stuff that you can see there. What time did you go? Um, so that was, that was freak season. So that wasn't supposed to be that big. Mm. So I was there in... Uh, would have been the times that I'd been there was all between like November, well, October, November, December. Mm. So that that so the American the American winter, mm-hmm. I believe, I believe, yeah. So the American winters, the swells aren't that big in the American winter, I believe. So I believe that their their big swell season because they have all the surf comps around the big swells and that people come from all over the world. Yeah, I think that's like June, July. Yeah. I'm sure about that. So, because I never saw it, and there was never anywhere near that. Mm. So when I was there, it wasn't on the radar. So, um, but any time of year, it's sick. So yeah. But Mexico, some uh, some some good joints there. What? Plug some good joints there. Plug some good joints. Yeah. Um, I went to some fine <laughs> fine restaurants. Yeah. Like, no, any, no. any particular uh, uh, places that you want to smoke bongs? <laughs> 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 nah, some nice um, restaurants or 
Uh, no, nah, like nah, not really. Yep. It's just there's there's really there's really good food there. Yeah, really good Mexican food. Um, there's dirty, dirty Oxo dogs on every corner. Yeah, okay. which is um, do you know you know what Oxo dogs are? Uh, yeah, you know the service Odds station are. Oxo. Yeah, Seven Eleven. Yeah, Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah, so dirty Oxo dogs. Yeah, they yeah. are so dirty. Yeah, they're I, the best. I, that's my new favorite phrase. I have a friend named Oxo Dog. Really? Yeah, we named him Oxo Dog because because we would. His name's Jimmy, okay. and um, he's a Belgian. Uh, a Belgian Rastafarian yep. and he's no shit top three I've been I've met I don't know thousand people in my travels that I've that I've connected with mm-hmm. he's top three top three top three wow he is genuine 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 Manon. Manon. yeah and, um, <laughs> and anyway so Jimmy we, me and Woz met him and we, we only met him because um, we only became friends with him because we would see him and he would be coming we, we bumped into him twice late at night he was coming out of the um Coming out of the Oxo Servo with like two hot dogs, oh. and we were like, "Nice man, yeah. Oxo, Oxo dogs, real bin, Oxo dogs." And then, um, so we were going in to get Oxo dogs. Yeah, though. yeah. So <laughs> we 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 um we bonded over Oxo dogs, and then he calls me like um, Sir Oximus Prime, and I'll call him like you know Oxo <laughs> Deluxo, and you know it's just all just revolves around Oxo. But yeah. we we went and caught up with him in Belgium. Actually, I had a great time. He took us around Belgium, so it was sick. He's one of the, he's one of the great men. It's pronounced O T T S O, Otso, because I asked a Mexican. And she said, Otso. How does that work? Yeah, I know. So it's two it's, X's it's are, X's are like H. Yeah. So but maybe ojo. two X's. Two X's is a T. That's what it is. That's how it's pronounced. Are you for real? 100%. Because I, should know I had this. to get a cab from Otso to near my hostel to the Guadalajara airport. Well, it would be a lot to- harder to say... Oh, dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my mate, he's an oh, dog. Oh. Sounds so, French. Two X's is a T. That's like over really? here in, in, in English. Two X's is X. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Two X's is nothing. CH. Three X's is triple X yeah. and four X's is porn. Four X's is, is a, a hardcore porn. Yeah. So, but CH is, is ch and one. <laughs> So, so, so CH is ch, C by itself is k. Are you aware of this? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I just I, I literally zoned out. zoned out. Yeah, after the, the quadruple X's. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Nice. But um, so, hey, yeah. Have we um, have we ever asked our questions to each other? Six no, six. but we're doing a travel roundtable. I know, but I kind of want to do that. We have asked our questions to each other yeah, in the early days, but I don't think we released it. Yeah, do you want to do it? I think that was the one, the, the test thing we did. Oh, I'm going to talk about South Africa. All right, we'll talk about South because, Africa. Because I don't mind this divulging. This is good. <laughs> yeah. But I think considering we're going to call this a travel roundtable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> so, Bill, South Africa. So, so South Africa is my destination. Ooh, here we go. Go on. You can do a South African accent. I've heard you do this. Uh, I've heard you do it. Yeah. Blood probably, diamond? Probably can I'm terrible with accents, man. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, but if you think about it, everyone just starts at their own pace. No, I know, but I can't even think of what the accent sounds like. So say something like, hello, my no, I'm trying is- to, I can't think of how they, they speak, though. Um, they talk like this. A little bit when in Blood Diamond. You've confused me. <laughs> yes. No, I'll, I, do, I could probably hey, do a man, South African what, accent. What's going on? What's going on? What is going on, eh? Now that's is that Kiwi? Yes, 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 yes. It's very, it's very much, it's, it's very, very much, much similar. It's very much similar to the to the Kiwi accent, but right. it has more of a more of a deep baritone at the end, mate. That's it. That's yes, exactly it's very, it. We're it's going giddy, mate. Yes, yes. It's very uh, and and they use um, that's really good. Instead of uh, instead of that's ins- really good. Instead of instead of uh, bloke, they use yeah. they use the word uh, they oak 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 like yeah. hey hey you oaks what are you what are you oaks 
<laughs> so, well, we've got about 16 <laughs> South African listeners actually, so hopefully they can email us and tell us what they really sound my, like. Um, one of my good mates, MJ, one of my best South African mates, he, he said, um, he well, goes... Jackson. He goes, we're in uh, Peru and we're talking about um, Herschel Gibbs, the cricketer for, for oh, yeah. South Africa. He yeah. wrote an autobiography. We're talk- oh, I've never read it, but we were talking about it and he goes... Oh yes, and uh, and he was talking about all these. Um, it was amazing, all these women, and and um, every night, every single night, he would go and have um, all these orgies. <laughs> me, and, me, and, me and the boys, was was goes, was I'm just staring at him, and was goes, what? He goes, yes, you know, you actually know like orgies, right? Three women, one man, an orgy. <laughs> Oh, shit. Fuck off, mate. Yeah, yeah. You suck. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Get no out. It was so good. Oh. But um, anyway, so South Africa. So I've been there. I went there with Corsa, my mate. Yep. And um, this is the trip to end all trips. It was fucking awesome. This mm. is actually the trip that I based my adventure with holidays mm-hmm. around. So I always say to myself, right, I action packed the shit out of this holiday. Mm-hmm. Me and Corey were smoked at the end of it. Yeah. We just did so much stuff, but... We always say, Cause is one of my best mates, we always say how much we loved that trip. Like, mm. even though it was one of those, you need a holiday from your holiday, mm-hmm. we, in the space of, so there was Zimbabwe as well, mm-hmm. but in the space of four weeks, we dove with sharks, oh. climbed Table Mountain, walked and padded, walked with and padded fully grown lions, <sighs> um, saw the world's biggest waterfall, Victoria, Victoria Falls, Went really? on, went on safari. Yep. Did the world's biggest bungee jump. Oh yeah. Went to Robin Island. Fuck man, it was like, uh, drank beers watching the sunset over Table Mountain at Newlands Cricket Ground, which is one of the, the premier sporting destinations, uh, sporting grounds in the world. Yep. Far out. Yeah, it was yeah. just incredible, man. Where was this? Um, it was like, two thousand and thirteen, maybe I say. Oh yes. Yes, yes, 2013. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, back terrible. then I was. Uh, I can't do it. Um, I can't do it. I suck. I'm, I'm stoked that I've out. Yeah, I've yeah, out. Um, out accented me. I out accented you for once because yeah. I can't do accents. Well, I, I, I literally, when you were pressuring me, I couldn't think of. I, I'm like, yeah, I know I can do one, but I just yeah, I, know I couldn't I can do one. I couldn't think of. Um, <laughs> couldn't think of how they sound. You can, but surely you can do an American accent and an English accent. I mean, they're piss easy. Uh. Again, I have to think about it. I literally believe that if I went to the US, oh, yeah, I could, I could probably do that, man, dude. I, Absolutely. I, why? I, why dude, could I not? Why could I not talk like an American? I, I actually got no idea, bro. Like if I went over there, you, you and sound I, like you sound like a college <laughs> frat boy. Always, dude. I smoked so much butt at this party last night. You sound night, like a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> I was at this frat you sound party, like bro. A fucking moron. <laughs> Are you doing South African? No, I'm doing American. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> it was just it was a three out of ten American accent. Um, oh yeah. yes, I can do American, eh? <laughs> you're a flog. So anyway, yeah. um, South Africa. So so Mexico, your your um your country and my country are uh-huh. two of my top three, mm-hmm. to be honest, because um had just so, such an amazing time. So mm. South Africa, I went to Cape Town, and I was like, all right, Cape Town's supposed to be pretty good. They say it's the European. The, the Europe of, of Africa, you know, and um, they say it's it's not Africa as well. So if you go yeah. into South Africa, if you're going to, if you're going to Cape Town, you're going to South Africa for a real African experience. You're going to the wrong place. Mm. You may as well be going to Melbourne. Yeah, you know, it's literally. And the funny thing is, it's the same standard of living. Really? Well, there's obviously the poverty and the there's like the, the slums. Violence, isn't the, it? Yeah, there's the violence and stuff. Yeah. But 
I mean, what I mean by the standard of living, I mean, you go out to a restaurant, you ask for a port, uh, 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 port house. Why would you ask for a port house? Restaurant? <laughs> you ask for a ribeye steak, well done, with a nice glass of wine, yeah. you're getting the exact same level of, okay. of steak and wine port that you're getting. The, the, yeah. If you're a fucking pauper, yeah, that's you right. have one port house, please. And I'll have a bag. I'll have a bag of goon. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one liter of yulamba, please. <laughs> but um, anyway, so. But the quality, so me and Corza were going around, going around through Cape, uh, Cape Town. Yep. We figured out everything, Aussie dollar was a little bit better, but for us, everything was about 20% of what you would pay for in Australia and the same quality. Mm. So we would go to a restaurant, have an absolutely ridiculous meal and, you know, beer and wine or whatever mm. and one-fifth of what you pay in Australia. Like, not that the price really matters. I'm mm-hmm. just, just in general, it's just awesome. Then you go shopping, the same thing. You go to the movies, whatever. So we're doing a bit of that shit because we, okay. we had a bit of time there. But we, um, we, Cape Town itself is just one of those vibes that has something about it. The city itself is just up and about. Mm. So one of the things that helps us, helps it, is it has Table Mountain in the background. Table Mountain. How big is Table Mountain? Uh, I couldn't tell you, man. And why is it called Table Mountain? Does it look like a table? It's a table. You know, like the, you know, like, um, you know, the how do what are they called? Like the tables, you know the the, the actual formation of a mountain that looks like a, a table, like, a peak. like a t- yeah, but like it's just it oh, goes up and it's the, flat across um, the top, like a flat top the, mountain. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's called something. It's called the ridge. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, so it's just like a big flat table okay. looking mountain. Okay, the plateau. Anyway, and I don't. Yeah, the plateau, I suppose. Yeah. So I don't know how big it is, but. It's just so it's like um, Sugarloaf Mountain in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, I actually so, do know that. Yep. Yeah, so you sit in the street, you're walking through the street, or you're getting um, going to a restaurant or whatever. You just look across and you see this towering, amazing side in the background. It's mm. like fuck, that is just that backdrop just does something Beautiful. to the place. Yep, you know it adds so much. It's funny, yeah. but it just really does. And then so you can climb Table Mountain, get this epic view of the whole of Cape Town because mm. Cape Town has all these little different bays. Mm. So. The surf's good in Cape Town in one bay one day with one def- one swell and wind direction and the surf is pumping another day in a different swell direction, different pocket because there's all these different little peninsulas and bays and stuff that the swell and the wind and the weather comes, the water comes in from. Mm-hmm. So literally any day of the week you can go and have a little nice little surf, get yourself eaten by a shark. It's, fu- it's fucked up yeah. there. The day we got there, we went Sharks to surf. Sharks are bad around there, aren't they? We got there the day, the day we got there, we're like, right, first things first, let's go for a surf. Yep. I had a board Corey out to high one because he couldn't be bothered. He was coming from England, I think. Yep. Um, when we met over there. And uh, we went to a surf store. We said, hey guys, how's it going? Um, where should we go to surf? They said, go down to Musenberg. Musenberg's, Musenberg's, um, Musenberg's where it's pumping today. So I said, cool, let's, let's go down there. So we had a car. Corey got a board down to Musenberg. We get down to the beach and we looked up at the flag and we're like, hmm, black flag. Mm. That can't be good. Nah. Black doesn't normally mean That's not good. full steam ahead here. Yep. So... We went over to the like the gauge and it had can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like white was perfect visibility. Yep. And no recent shark sighting. Yep. And then there was blue, which was poor visibility, recent shark sighting. No, no. Um sorry. Poor visibility, but no recent shark sighting. So you just can't see, but uh, there hasn't yeah, been a shark yeah. sighting. So yep. yeah. Odds um, are it could be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then there's red. Um Poor visibility and recent recent shark sighting. Mm, so you wouldn't want to. Nah. And then there's black. Yeah. Poor visibility and somebody's been f- bitten today. Eaten by a sh- there's <sighs> been an attack. There's been an attack today. That so was based- on the literally on the yeah. day. So, so so you went out there. So so what happened was we actually surfed the shark in Cape Town, but 
Um, so what happened was we went into the surf store and we're like, hey, guys, what's going on with that black flag? Yeah. We just read the sign like, we, we're not going out surfing today, hey? And they're like, no, nah, man. Dude went for his morning surf this morning and um, came back with no legs. Oh, jeez. German really? dude or Dutch dude, I believe, one of the two, just in the next bay. So like in, if you're in a car, uh, geographically, I don't know, but if you're in a car, probably it's probably like a seven-minute drive just yeah. down this little bay. And there was, say, it was like a blue flag or whatever. And, um, and they're like, oh, it's a bit, the visibility's not too flashy yeah. or whatever. And the dude, or maybe it was a red flag. It might have been a red flag. So I remember there was a story so behind red it. red was, okay, okay. Red was that we've seen a shark yeah. and there's bad vis- and. We can't see you that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so don't just basically don't go don't, out there. Yeah. And then I fucked up that chart, you know, whatever. But basically, mm-hmm. the the black and the red. Mean. You know what I mean? And um, apparently, he was like, "I go surfing. I go swimming every day." It was his morning swim. He goes, "I'm not missing my morning swim. This is how I start my day." Yeah. Like I've sw- I've lived here for ten years or whatever. Blah blah blah. And then um, went out and he had his legs eaten off. What happened to him? Um, they were digested. All oh, right. Fully digested. Oh, that's, so did he lie? Bones did and he all. Live? Is he? Is he live? Is he live? <laughs> is he live? Is he live? Um, is he it's no. You, you got to you got to emphasize the, the live part in that word. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is he alive? Is he alive? Yeah, yeah. So he has no. A he's, life. Not, he's not. He's not. He's not. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's alive. Do you know what that? Just think about that. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm yeah. alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it should be. I am alive. I am alive. I, I yeah. completely agree. Should have, we should have a whiff. I am alive. I'm I, alive right I now. Am Unless a, that's what I it was. am. A, I am a wife. I am a wife. I'm a wife. I'm a wife. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm literally a woman. I have tits and <laughs> a vagina. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't heard Marie laugh, but I just listened yeah. in the background, and I think she giggled. I don't know if she's. I don't yeah. know if she's with us. I don't know if we're funny or not, but Marie yeah. did smile. Marie, Marie smiled. For everyone at home, Marie is Bill's uh, housemate. <laughs> And he's single, so if... Uh, <laughs> sorry, Marie. I won't throw you one of the bus. But hashtag Marie. Hashtag Marie. Hashtag Marie. My phone number is plus 614044085969. If you want to send any dick pics to me, I'll forward them straight over to, to Tom. Marie. Tommy to Marie. Tom.ahern. Hashtag Tom.ahern. Fuck. So, anyway, Cape Town's just great. It's the best city. Mm. And there's also... So, there's... We went to but the... Ru- Cape Town's very much like Melbourne. Yep. So still, still the best city. Oh, it's sick. Yeah, it's. I just mean like you got to agree that Melbourne's got a great oh, Melbourne's quality. Fantastic. Ma- Melbourne's. Melbourne's. Remember like that we've been voted the, the most. No, six times in a row six the most livable city, in the, or something like that. Oh no, it's literally six times in a row most livable city yeah. in the world. Yeah. So, so some people would say that Melbourne's all right. No, I mean, it's not the best. <laughs> but um, it literally is the best. No, it's great because. Um, so we went to sport as well. Uh-huh. We saw uh, we saw a band. I can't remember what the band was, but it was so much fun. It was awesome at a stadium there. But we also went to the rugby one night, mm. and we oh, went to the yes. cricket. Went to the cricket at um, yes. We went to the cricket at uh, Newlands, and pff, the best sporting. It's really tight and small, and there's like a big um, beer drinking kind of picnicking hill, and then there's a stadium as well. And the beer, beer drinking picnicking hill is where we were kicking out, and it looks over. Um, Tabletop Mountain as the sun goes down. Right. We watch a Twilight cricket match as the sun set over Table Mountain while we're punching beers, abusing South African fans. Oh. It was, it was quite That's close memorable. to the oh, one of the best things, good. man. Yeah, one of the best things. And we also had a thing going with the crowd where <laughs> we had me and Corey were in Australia gear. Like I had a bright yellow Australia um, t-shirt that I bought outside, and mm. Corey had a, an old eighties eighties polo, and um, we were. We were into yeah, it. Yeah. We were, we were, it, was the, it was two of us versus 
uh, like five thousand people. Yeah, yeah. It was so, and we were like, it was, it was a hilarious day. Yeah. But we were actually getting some real threats of like violence and stuff because yep. we just kicked him out of the Rugby World Cup, and there was yep. a controversy with the ref. Oh, that's so right. they'd be like, yeah, they'd be yelling out, "Hey, fuck you, Australia, go home!" You yeah, know, yeah. like. We're just like, whoa, these guys are intense, yeah, but yeah. it was because of the rugby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. But so we went, when we went to um, South Africa, we did Cape Town. On the way from Cape Town, we hired a van to drive to um, Jeffrey's Bay, which is world, world class surf. Mm. Rip Curl Pro. Yep. Mick Fanning, surf yep. attack, shark attack. Yep. Jeffrey's Bay. Oh, just there. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's where it all goes. That's where that went down. Sharky. Yeah. So on the way, it was actually on the way back, but on the way, on that route, you do um, the cage dive in Gans Bay, which is, um, which is a different, which is a different, uh, different part of um, the garden route, they call it. Yep. So the garden route's like the Great Ocean Road in Australia, like a beautiful route that follows along um, like these scenic hills and along the coast. Yep. Awesome drive. Like, couldn't recommend it more highly. So there's shark cage diving there, which is sick. Mm. Probably not as good as what I maybe thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. It was really good, but I thought it was going to be life-changingly yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Yep. Um, and then, so there's Gantz Bay. You do you do the shark cage diving, and then along the way is Blaukens Bridge, the world's biggest bungee, which we spoke about earlier. Yeah, yep. But that's halfway basically, and that's just a bridge over this so gorge. Is this in, in one day, you did all this? Nah, this is in the space of like four or five days. Okay, and then so Blaukens Bridge, the world's biggest bungee, and then. Getting up to um, to Jeffrey's Bay, mm-hmm. and then Jeffrey's Bay is um, Jeffrey's Bay is just uh, the town's all right. Yep. The town's like I could take or leave the town. It's not a it's not a dive, but it's not awesome either. Yep. It's just but the the surf is awesome. Yep. You get a good hostel. Like we had a sick hostel there. Played Wizard Stick and all this good stuff. Me and Cause oh, yeah. Cause organized it. I like, had a sick time. What a game that is. Oh, if you get um if you get a good hostel and a good vibe. I just wouldn't check out like hotels in the town, and yeah. I would if that's the way you like to travel, and I'd do it because it's worth going to the town. But that's more of a like if you really want to watch high class surfing, or if you're a surfer yourself, you got to go there. But it's not like Porto Escondido in Mexico that I was talking about, where you can really enjoy the town. Mm. This is what I felt anyway, um, to some extent. So, but yeah, it's South Africa was sick, but yeah. Dangerous as well, though. One of the only times I thought I was going to die was South Africa as well. well Genuinely thought you've, um, I'm yeah, done here. Difference between thinking you were going to die and almost coming to death. Because you've come close to death, as we mentioned before, about mm. 4,093 yeah. times. Yeah, but, and every one of those times I never realized that I was you were going to die. Going yeah. to die. But <laughs> this time I wasn't probably that close to death. Yeah. The difference between the difference between me not knowing I'm going to die and me actually th- and probably you know not being that close to maybe being in some sort of danger to myself. This was like... Genuinely thought, um, genuinely thought, I'm in strife here. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. So what, what were you going through? This dude heart uh, was up. Heart rate this, was up. This dude, uh, this dude, um, threatening to kill me in a taxi because I got in an argument. Uh, yeah, it was heavy. So you really, honestly, could have died. Well, when um, he said, what he, what he, like threatened to kill you. I'm gonna kill you, man. Or how do you mean? I wouldn't have been afraid. I wouldn't have been afraid of. (laughs) I'm gonna kill you, man. I'm gonna kill you, man. Um, Okay. (laughs) No, it was. uh, It was. It was. It was pretty pretty bad. bad. It was pretty bad. It was in Joburg, and Joburg's hectic. Joburg's bad, isn't it? Mm, Yeah, real bad. And my mates, the guys I talked about before, MJ and Will. Mm. Will's my number one all-time traveling mate. Yeah, I talk about top three with Jimmy. Yeah. Um, Oxford Dogs top five. Uh, Will's number one. Jimmy's top three. (laughs) Birdie's probably two. 
Birdie's right up there. One of my pommy mates, Birdie. Yep. He's a good lad. What about two? Who's two? Maybe Birdie. Okay. So who's four? Um, shit. I'm probably forgetting people here. I gotta, I'd have to think about it more in-depthly. But yeah, met some good people, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I went and crashed with Will uh, at Will's at Will's place. And um, the boys live there, Cubby and MJ. There's a couple of lads. And then they took me out to a place called The Baron. Um a place called the Baron, which is like in the central business district of, mm-hmm. of um, Joburg. Real like safe district, basically. Yep. Go there for Friday night drinks and um, four o'clock came and um, they're like, so that's when we got down there actually, four o'clock came. So that's when we, we, we hit the Baron. Boys are like, right. Um, okay, Bill, so uh, <laughs> the, way, the way it works around here is, uh, is at four o'clock we go down and we have, uh, we have some beers and then after about, uh, about nine o'clock, the ladies will come in and they'll. Am I doing like a Greek? Greek no, it's, good. it's actually really good. They will come I don't in know and what you're doing with your hand though. They will come in and uh, and then we'll move inside and the dancing will start and we'll we'll move to the cane and the coke, the cane and cokes. Is that what and I said, what's a cane, what's a cane and coke? They're like cane and coke is cane is our liquor and co- and uh, cane and creamy soda. Sorry, cane and creamy oh, soda. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Cane and creamy soda. Um, so so you go in there and you get on the cane and creamy sodas. I'm like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. So Will actually didn't come down. Because he was working, he was total was a total flog on this particular night. But Will didn't come down, so I went down with MJ and like met all these new South African lads. And they, I had this like persona with these guys because when I met Will, uh, look, I was backpacking. I'll I'll try not to be too mm-hmm. outrageous about it, but it was the biggest purple patch that I've ever had with chicks. And Will nicknamed me the Driller, <laughs> Bill that likes to drill. That's what he said. It was like ridiculous. No, I didn't. I didn't nickname no, myself that. Not, there's, there's no figurative way of saying that. You did have a, a toolbox, <laughs> and you, you fixed a lot of doors. Yeah. I remember you telling me that you were worked as a tradie when you were yeah, over there. Exactly. That you used to drill. So, a lot, you know? so when I arrived to the house, um, that one of the other roommates who I didn't know let me in, and he was like, "Ah, you must be the driller." <laughs> I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, that's yeah. not my nickname. Like, I don't, I don't like that's. A, you don't want to be called that, you know? No, no, no. Like, and then." Anyway, so these dudes had like a. Um, this is a total another story now. I've gone way <laughs> off topic. I don't know where to go, but I'll tell it anyway. Yeah. So it's the, sa- the same night of the night I, I nearly got killed. But <laughs> so so what happened was um, we went in we went in on and started drinking um, cane and cokes. So about eight to ten p.m. and you know we're, we're drinking cane and cokes and sure enough, like dance floors happening like at the bar there. Yep. And then all these. South African chicks were kind of getting up in my face because I was like this exotic Australian dude, you know? Yeah, Like they wanted to talk to the Australian guy. Yeah. And um, anyway, so these girls kept coming up like pretty, you know, like I thought I'm on here with one of these girls or whatever. So I thought that was just what was going to go down. Anyway, all the boys are like, ah, look at the driller. Look at the... Shut the the fuck up, boys. Like just... Can you stop doing it? Like someone's yeah. going to hear it. Like it's not, you don't want people saying that shit no, in public. No, like it's don't. funny for a laugh. Maybe if you want to call me that behind the scenes, like whatever. Yeah. But anyway. Not that much. Nah. And then anyway, this chick comes up to me and uh, she's like, uh, she comes up at the bar right in my face. She's literally about 10 centimeters away from my face. And she, she's like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Hey, how's it going? She goes, good, thanks. Like, just, uh, you know what I mean. Obvious. I have no idea what she was even saying, but yeah. she was 10 centimeters away from my face, <laughs> staring me in the eyes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is awkward. Yeah. This is really fucking yeah, awkward. Yeah. Anyway, this chick just starts kissing me and we start kissing and stuff, and that's fine. Turns out it was your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good gag. <laughs> anyway, so, so this is funny what happens. So I was fucked. I, I, uh, anyway, so we're at the bar and she's like, 
we're making out and stuff, and I'm really embarrassed because I don't want to You've be got that. This. I don't uh, want to be the guy yeah. who's at the bar the kissing, kissing chicks at the at, at a at a bar at 10 p.m. Nah, I'm like, I'm having too much fun with my mates for this stuff, and I don't want to. I want to hang out with those guys and whatever. And I just I wanted to shake the whole idea mm. of the whole thing, right? Mm. So. What, but she was just sucking my face apart. Anyway, so I said to her, I'm like, I didn't want to be the disco pasha. So I said, hey, do you want to, do you want to go outside for a sec? I just wanted to go outside, sit with her, like make out whatever fuck, and then come back inside and hang yep. out with my mates. That's what I wanted to do genuinely. Yep. Genuine light. Yeah. And then <laughs> so, so I said to her, um, we're like passionate on the dance floor and stuff. And I said, hey, did you want to go outside for a sec? And this chick looks at me and goes, nah, fuck that. Let's just go to the bathroom. Wow. So she's thinking so she's thinking <laughs> So she's thinking I, I wanted to like yeah, I don't yeah. know, take her to, to bail and go home or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm trying to sh- I'm trying to shake oh, you up. I'm yeah, sorry. That's right, yeah. And then anyway, she goes, nah. She literally looked at me and said, nah, fuck that. Let's go to the bathroom. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. That was very fucking forward. <laughs> that was very forward, young lady. But yes, I'll go to the bathroom yeah, with yeah. you. I'll, I'll escort you to the bathroom. Anyway, so <laughs> went to the bathroom, had sex in the bathroom, the shit of sex. <laughs> <laughs> the shit of sex, shit of sex I've ever had, and then and then anyway. So look, I didn't and I didn't even really want to do this. Yep. But, um, but you did a male, it anyway. I'm a, I'm a you know. That's why we left out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I come back out, but this is funny because so so my stupid fucking nickname and reputation amongst the South Africans. So I mm-hmm. walk out of the bathroom and oh, one of the no. boys sees it and then the whole bar, there's like 20 guys <laughs> yeah. now and they're all, they're all start yelling out, the driller, yeah, the driller, yeah, the driller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the driller, eh? <laughs> yeah. And um, anyway, so it was, it was crazy what happened. So what happened then? So I went, I'm like, I tried to, I was hanging around with this chick but I was trying to like, I'm ha- hanging around with my mates and then what happened was I spent a bit of time with my mates Hanging around the boys was sick, and then the chick dragged me away again. But then she sat me down with, um, she sat me down with her other mate, and I'm like, I'm chatting to her mate. And then at this stage, um, like chick that I've just slept with in the bathroom on my right, her best friend on my left, and you know when you get to the stage where you're that up and about that you're thinking, I can do anything. Anything's on. Okay, Anything's on. I might be, uh, I might be in uh, in line for uh, a <laughs> yeah. nice, a nice little orgy yeah. here. I might be able to tell yeah. the boys, boys, yeah. you know what happened in here? I had a little orgy <laughs> yeah. with a couple of a couple of ladies. But I actually had that one night where I an um, orgy. almost kissed a girl. <laughs> 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 anyway, so so I, the idiot, I'm like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I'm at this stage, I'm probably 26, um, been at this stage, I've just been, you know, traveling and running a mark and thinking I'm going pretty good here. Yeah. And then um, people call me the drill and all that shit. And then so I don't know what I said, but I said it in like a cool way. Like I wasn't, I'm never rude or I can't be rude. Yep. I don't know how to be rude and like real d- dirty or anything like that. Rude, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how to do that. So I must have said something like. Hey, so uh, I suppose we may as well go home as a happy little family tonight, eh? I, I don't know. I would have said something stupid like that. Yeah. And then my chick on the right, who I'd been hooking up with, kind of looked at me like, what the fuck? And yeah. she started like, what do you mean by that? Like, and I'm like, oh, I mean, like, I, can, yeah. I don't know. Just joking. Like, yeah. yeah. And then so she ended up, um, she was like offended. I offended her. So I was like, fuck, I'm so sorry. Well, it doesn't really matter at that stage anyway. Yeah, I know. But I was like, you know, I already like had sex with this chick. Yeah. I felt really bad. <laughs> That's a noisy mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I felt, I felt really bad. But this chick, she was well and truly off me. And her mate, there was no, there was no menage a trois going yeah, on. Yeah. So um, 
So I went back to the bar, I look around, and I must have been sitting down with these two chicks for like an hour. Yeah, okay. And at this stage, it's late. Yep. So I get back to the bar, and I look around, and there's no lads to be seen. Really? Don't know where the boys are. Yeah. They've all left, which is fine, because yep. I was nowhere to be seen. That yep. would have just been like, uh, Bill's gone. He's gone, he's gone home, whatever. So I go outside, out the front, and then this is when I got in the like argument thing. And then, so I go out the front mm. and I said, to, I said to the guy, I'm like, hey man, can I just grab a lift home? Like, I'm sounding very Australian. I'm obviously not from around here, blah, blah, blah. Where do you need to go, man? Uh, I said, oh, oh shit, I need to get the address. So he's, he's probably thinking like, oh, cool. He doesn't know him. where he's going. Yep. I can take advantage of this dude here. And then- um, And you're pretty drunk and- Yeah. So, yep. and then, so I said to the guy, I said to the guy, uh, I got to go to XXX, whatever, wherever yep. the address was. And he said to me, yeah, cool. That'll be 150 Aussie dollars, for example, which it was like an inordinate amount. Yeah. Were you Is already in the cab at this time? Um, nah, I think I was like getting in the cab. Okay. From what I remember, I was like, the conversation was as I'm getting in the cab, yeah. I kind of hop in the door. I'm like, nah, man, like, come on. Like, and then he's like, nah, bro, that's what it costs. And so, and I knew that it should cost about kind of five or 10. Australian dollars. Five to ten Australian dollars. Yeah, yeah. This dude was so trying to rip me off. Close to where you were. 10, ten or fifteen Ten or fifteen. He's trying to really, really take, take me off. for a massive ride. Oh, yeah. And I was like, nah, man. Fuck. I, I came from here. Like, I've been here before. Like, yeah. I lived with my mate Will. Like, I was trying to maybe bullshit. I, I, I was staying with my mate Will. Like, I've been down here before. It's like, it costs like five, ten bucks. And then I'm not a very argumentative guy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get heated. I don't get really aggressive. But I'm having a, a discuss- I'm having an argument with this guy. Yep. Kind of like, like like I'm talking about this tone that I'm talking now. Yep. Like, no, nah, man, that's that's not on. Like, let's 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 cut that out. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's this this. Or I can give you this. Like, it's late at night. I'll give you like thirty bucks, thirty bucks, or yep. forty bucks, or something. You know, I was like willing to meet him in the middle somewhere. I just mm. wanted to get out of there. Yeah, and then this dude just started berating me, like abusing me. You don't know where the fuck you are, bro. You don't yeah. know where the fuck you are. And as soon as this dude, who was like this massive, massive black dude, he was really just big, intimidating, intimidating dude. And um, and he was yelling at me. And then when, as soon as he started yelling. All the taxi drivers around and all his mates around the area all circled around the car and started pointing at me and yelling at me as well. And the dudes in the window are yelling out, you're going to die here, bro. You don't know what the fuck you've done. You don't know where you are, you Ooh. motherfucker. Like screaming at me. And at this point, I was sat in my seat and I just put my hands up and I said, just fucking drive me, just fucking drive me, yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. drive me. I'll go, I'll go. Just let's go. Come on, come on. I'll pay you whatever. <laughs> and then, because literally like 10, 10 dudes. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. And then- the dude's like, fuck you, bro, fuck you, fuck you, bro, fuck. Like, yelling at me. And then he just starts driving and <laughs> driving along. And then um, he wasn't talking to me. Yep. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about that. Like, I just, I'm drunk, you know, like, yep. I didn't mean to be rude. I didn't mean to offend all your boys. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll pay you, whatever. And he's like, no, fuck you. He said like yeah. a few words, but he wasn't, wasn't speaking to me. Yeah. So this whole time, whether I was right to think this or not, this whole time, I was literally thinking, this dude's taking me to kill me. Yeah. This dude's taking me to kill me. He's going to kill me. Because that's what everyone was saying. Yeah. Everyone's saying you're going to die. He's going to kill you. We're going to yeah. kill you. Um, and the other reason is Johannesburg is one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Yes, it is. It's it really fucking is. out of control. So, yeah. I, man, I've done some dumb shit while I've been traveling. Like, yeah. just, you know, that, that circumstance, I mean, I don't, it'd be hard even now for me to approach that mm. a whole lot differently. Mm. You know, without, without, I would never fight or flight. Yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, as in the conversation, 
I'd approach it a little differently. Yep. But with, you know, if I'm out on the, the booze with my yep. mates and, and someone tries to rip me right off, yeah. then I'm going to say, no, nah, you're not going to rip me off. Yeah. Like, and I genuinely... Did um, you have to end up paying him $150? Uh, you know what, man? That's the one part of the story that I can't really remember what yeah. even happened. Yeah. I think I paid him a lot of money. Yeah. Whether it was 150 bucks or whether it was what I said, like 40 bucks or whatever. Yeah. I really genuinely don't... Still definitely more than what, he, what yeah, it should have yeah. been. Well, it, was, it would have easy been like two or three times what it should have been. But yeah. Yeah, I don't actually really remember how it all finished apart from the fact he drove me to Wills and um, yep. and everything was safe and whatever. But yeah, yeah, I mean, for me, like... It's scary. You've got to be... You know, you've got to think about these things when you're in these places. Mm. You really do. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was hectic. But mm. anyway, but South Africa in itself is a place where you've got to really be... Have your wits about you 100%. Yep. Have your wits about you... Um, but, but you should, you should never that, get complacent when you're traveling in general. You've always got to have these. I mean, there's definitely places where you have to be more on. But um, I always feel like, you know, people are just going to recognize you're not from around here and try to do the sneaky on you. Yeah, that's probably fair. A lot of the world is like that for yeah. sure. People just, you know, um, so that's, it sucks, but that's what it is. Yeah, there's obviously ways you can, you know, you can... You can try to blend in, and yeah, no, but you can not look like a tourist, you know. Oh, like exactly. you can, you, you can, don't want to be looking like a tourist. You can know, you can know exactly where you got to get to. You can say, "Hey, can you do it for this price?" That's you can, it. you can negotiate. You can be smart with people so they don't rip you off. Yep. There's ways to to do these things, and um, I certainly wasn't doing them, but yep. I certainly was never. I'm, I'm a very, like I say, I'm, I'm very similar to you. We're very the similar. Mm. We're very much the same as in we don't. Um, it's hard to get us. I'd say it would be hard right. to get us argue, argumentative oh, and fired up, you know. Yeah, it is. And, Definitely is. And, uh, but, you know, maybe I played it wrong, maybe I didn't. But but, but South Africa, in a summation, is yep. I've been to 35 countries now and it's in my top three, which I never break apart. South mm. Africa, Brazil and Mexico. Mm. It's just such an amazing joint. Mm. So many natural wonders and the, the, the food and the, the you know, the mm. culture. And yeah, it's sick. It's right. Yeah. Hey, do you want to uh, do a hypothetical? What's that? Would you rather fly ten kilometers an hour or run hundred kilometers an hour? Fly ten kilometers an hour. What's that? Easily, man. Really? Yeah. Do you know how slow that is? Who cares? But you're in a slow. rush, are you? I'm in a rush. Where, where are you got to get to? I got to go to. You know, <laughs> I don't know. You know how tired you're going to be. Going, you're going to be I'll running hundred miles an hour. <laughs> All right, would you rather be Usain Bolt? <laughs> that was so shit. <laughs> would you rather but be think Usain about Bolt it, though. or a think seagull? About it. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> seagulls are so shit slow. Seagulls fly though, mate. Yeah, I, I know they fly. But Usain Bolt flies, essentially. On the ground. Usain Bolt doesn't run 100 miles an hour though. He, he, but he Does runs, he? How fast is 100 meters? 100 kilometers an hour. And he runs it in less than 10. He runs 10 meters a second. Less. He runs faster than he 10 runs meters. He runs 100 meters a second. Yeah. No, oh, 10 meters a second. He runs 10 no, meters right. a second. Yeah. You're right. So, <laughs> so what does that mean? 100 Hang kilometers. on, wait. So, he runs faster than 10 meters a second, which means that in one hour, 60 no, times 60, which is yeah. 360, mm. 3,600 times that by 10. So, he's probably earning around 4 million a year. <sighs> Looks like it's time to wrap it up. Eh? I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> uh, anything you want to plug? Um, nah. We have uh, we have some new trips coming out, so um, oh, yeah. everyone stay tuned to that. But um, that. that's all good. We'll talk about that in the outro, which is about four <laughs> seconds from now. Yep. <laughs> all right. As thanks, always, guys, for, thanks for listening. In. Speak to you soon. Thanks for listening, gang. Yo. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, gang. No worries. 
<laughs> no, I'm talking to the, the listeners. Oh. No, your name's Tom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Gang. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes gang's sense. Gang's the, oh, it's like a broad term for. A, a, gang, a gang of damn bitches. Oh, a different gang. A different, different gang. gang. Yeah, okay. we have male listeners as well. Uh, yep. Not all bitches. So they're not, not all, all. Not all bitches and hoes. Oh, I should have figured that out. <laughs> um, so if you like that show, guys. Um, go on and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. That would be great. Please, please, please. <laughs> help us um, help us climb the ratings. So the way it works, guys, so for us to grow the show and for you guys to listen to better shows, better quality shows, more video content, better, bigger, bigger name, more interesting guests. Not that our guests haven't been interesting. I should say more interesting as in more different guests. As, as in, in better. <laughs> um, so, nah, nah, nah. so you guys leave us a review. That'll bump us up in the rankings. So the rankings on iTunes and, and so forth basically works off downloads, which we don't have a ton of downloads at the moment. We're growing at a, good, at a good rate, but we're still very young. So downloads and reviews. So if you give us reviews, it helps us climb the rankings, which helps more people see us, yep. which helps us get sponsors, which helps us do trips to the US and speak with um, the likes of, we're talking to Tony Hawk at the moment. Yeah. We're talking to um, Rachel Brathen, who's like a, um, uh, one of the world's most prominent yoga promoters. Eckhart um, Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, yeah. We're talking to, uh, we're going to get over and speak to Bass Rotten and, uh, and all, all these. Um, we want to be able to bring you guys Oprah the Winfrey. best of the best, really. Oprah Winfrey. We, yep. are, we, have, we have confirmed Oprah Winfrey. We have confirmed. I, I can 100% categorically confirm that if Oprah we Winfrey. get a review from every one of our listeners today, yep. that's 1,000 listeners, Yep. 1,000 reviews. If we can get 1,000 listeners today, right Oprah now. Winfrey will 100% not be, I mean, oh. <laughs> We'll come on the show. She'll come on the show. I mean, she's a big fan of the show. She. Uh... I may or may not be lying. Yes, but she likes the way we dress. So, other than that, um, make sure if you want anything from the show notes, head to www.adventurefittravel.com forward slash podcast and then join our mailing list there so you don't miss out on anything. Check out Audible, www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. Get your listen on. Then also, um, yeah, Adventure Travel is the other sponsor. So, thanks for listening, guys. See you soon. Yo.